Every day, we rise, challenging ourselves to work for what we believe in. At U.S. Border Patrol, protecting our borders is more than a job. It's a calling. Agents answer the call, working together to keep our country and communities safe. If you are ready for a new mission, join U.S. Border Patrol and go beyond. Learn more at cbp.gov careers. Welcome to the Old Time Radio Westerns. I'm your host, Andrew Rines, and let's get into this episode. This episode is going to be The Lone Ranger. Original air dates December 16th, 1938, and the title is Pioneers. Hope you enjoy, and again, thanks for listening. A cloud of dust and a hearty high silver, the Lone Ranger. of desert and plain, the establishment of settlements for the whites often caused dangerous conflict. But there were those in that pioneer period who believed that Indians and white men could live peaceably in the same great southwest. One of these, the greatest champion of justice ever to ride the plains of western America, was a masked horseman mounted upon a great white charger, a figure who inspired the pioneer of long ago. Return with us to those days when the West was young, and the ringing hoofbeats of silver sounded on the outlying trail. The Lone Ranger rides again. Come on, silver! Follow the river! Pass the road, boy, so the Indians will attack! Hello, silver! Away! (laughs) 
eastern bank of the Rojos River squatted the century-old adobe huts of Orrico, home of the superstitious Zuni Indians. On the western bank lived Dana Sturgis and his small but determined band of pioneers. These men, with their families, had but a short time before been attracted by the fertile soil and had founded a farming settlement. One day in a new general store operated by Dana and his wife Mabel, the pioneers talked to the strange, seldom-seen tribe across the Rojos and... Eric, you say them engines is called Zunis? Not Zuni, Tom. Zuni. Zuni. Zuni, huh? Sure, Tom. Ain't you ever heard Dana talking about him? There's a wire sound in it, just before the eye. And them redskins are just as strange as their neighbors. Yeah, I know that, Mrs. Sturgis. Because just before Dana went down the river's edge to fish, he was... Well, he was saying something about what mighty funny superstitions them engines have. Well, Tom, I don't know much about them myself, but I guess Dana does, because he told me this tribe across the river here is an awful... Well, Lord, me. I just now noticed you, mister. Was you looking for something special? No, thanks. I just dropped in to pass a little time. Riding through this way? Yes, I'll be heading north again soon. Well, make yourself to home here, mister. If you see anything you want, let me know. You say, Eric, them engines is an offshoot of some real old tribe? Yep, that's what Dana told me. Why hasn't Dana told us this before, if he knows so blame much about it? Why, ever since we first settled here, them doby huts across the river has been a mystery? Now, just a minute, Tom. Don't get the idea Dana knows all this to know about Zuni engines. You don't. Well, what did Dana tell you? He said no prospector told him that the original Zunis controlled all this land around here. But that the Spaniards came in and tried to drive them out. And did they? No, but they stole plenty from them and made the engines forever plenty mad at sight of any white man. Eric, you ain't telling at all. Well, how's that, Miss Sturgis? The old prospector told Dana about, um, about seven cities of gold. Oh, sure. Now I remember. The seven cities of Cibola. That's it. It seems the Spanish explorers imagined a lot of that gold business. Yeah. They saw the sun shining on derby huts, like the ones we can just see across the Rojos here. And thought they was made out of gold. Oh, so that's how it all started, eh? Yep. And I suppose that's why we ain't seen much of them zunias over there. Because we ain't never crossed the river to their side. And I hope Dana's got enough sense not to try it now, either. Oh, if they leave well enough alone. Them redskins don't come over here. He ain't got no business on their side. Oh, shucks. Dana can take care of himself, Mrs. Sturgis. He's likely as not busy hauling a nice mess of river fish. Yeah, I hope so. <laughs> you never can tell about engines. Hey, listen. What's that rumpus? Yeah. The engines. Look out there in the river. By thunder, you're right. They're coming in canoes. The whole tribe of them. Hey, get out of my way. I've got to find Dana. He's down there by the river. Wait a minute. Here comes Bob Foster and all the other men. Eric, Tom, get your muskets full. The engines are coming. I just think he is, Bob. Where's Dana? He's fishing down at the river, sir. Where is he? I don't know, but we ain't time for nothing except to get our muskets. Come on, you fellas. Get ready for a fight. Them red devils are paddling plenty Unnoticed with the pioneers, the stranger had left them at the first cry of danger, made his way to the great white horse, hidden a short distance away. Then, astride Silver, the Lone Ranger raced along a slanting trail toward the river. Come on, Silver! The Indians are attacking the whites! We've got to find a way to stop them! Head for the river! The river, old fellow! Come on, Silver! Crossing the summit of the by-trail, the phantom rider shot down the slope to the bank of the Rojos. 
Lined six across and six deep, the war canoes of the Indians cut swiftly over the river. The first flank nearing the western bank in the white settlement. The lone ranger sighted but a short distance ahead of Silver. Another horse and rider as he shouted at the top of his voice. Oh, oh Silver! Over! Over! Sandal! Sandal! Easy war canoes! Five past! Easy war canoes! Five past! Easy war canoes! You bring news? You and Scout are both dripping wet. Indians lose big god Ramda from Dobie Temple. A Zuni idol stolen? Not right. Somebody take it last night. And they think it was the white men. That's why they're attacking now. Uh, already two war canoes up there. Yes? I see them now. They're almost out of sight around that bend. Indians capture one white man. Damon Sturgis. Uh, take him back to Orrico now. Fellas, we can't wait longer. The first flank of canoes is almost ready to land the warriors. But now I know why the Zunis have come across the river. Now, have a plan that may work. Come on, Kimasabi, and hurry. Get him up, Scout. Come on, Silver. Right along the riverbank. Come on, old fellow. Come on. Kimasabi, those Indians are armed only with bows and arrows. And the whites fire upon them. Davis Sturgis will die. Right up the bank to the whites. Tell them not to fire at any cost. Don't go. Come on, Scout. The life of a white man depends on you, Tattle. No, Silver. Our plan will only prevent bloodshed. Come on, old fellow. We're riding between the red men and the white. Oh, Silver! Away! Suddenly, a single war canoe shot ahead of the others. Nearly touched the river's bank as the Zuni chief stood erect at the prow to command his men. You, Tiger! And high up on the western bank, Eric shouted a command to the pioneers. Take aim! But even as he cried these words, riding to the midst of the whites came Tonto. You not shoot, musket! Wait! What's happening? A redskin! A redskin already outside the river! You not shoot, Indian! You not shoot! Or Indian kill white man. Kill, Davis, kill him. Me know that soon ye already capture white man. Then what are we waiting for, Eric? Look down at the river. They'll land any second. Tom, say an error. Come on, wait. Wait. You shoot Indian. Indian sure kill white man. You wait. Eric, Tom, maybe the Redskins right. Tom, look. That fellow on the big white horse. What's he doing? He's a masked man. And he's riding right along the riverbank. Right out in front of them war canoes. The fool. They'll drop him in no time. He ain't a chance. Him have plenty chance. What? Him and the Toto. Now, you look. Indian have bow, narrow. Him have gun. Agent, you're right. Look. Look at the masked man. Before the amazed eyes of the pioneers sped a phantom figure on a great silver horse that raced before the very prows of the advancing warcraft. But as bows were sprung taut and deadly arrows poised, another kind of weapon, the white man's six-gun warder language any man could understand, as terror struck at the Indian. There's one, old fellow, the chief's canoe, and there's another, and another. They're sinking, Silver, sinking, and we're going to turn the tide of battle. Come on, Silver, keep close to the river's edge.
And with the tide of jumbled, bouncing war canoes now turned back toward the huts across the Rojos River, the white men dropped their loaded muskets, hardly able to believe what they had just seen. Eric! Sam! All of you! Did you see what the masked man did? He rode right up to them draw bows, crossed in front of a whole tribe of Indian warriors, and... And scared him out single-handed. The masked man, here he comes. Hong Kong, no, him come. Masked man, you drove off the engine. How in blazes did you ever do it? Mr. Masked I suppose we ought to be afraid of you. You look just like an outlaw. Outlaw? But I guess we ain't. Not now. I have my own reasons for wearing the mask, and I'm not an outlaw. Gosh, even if you are, after what you did for us, well, we can forget most anything now. Yeah, but where in thunder did you come from? And how did you ever scare them red devils out so quick? It doesn't matter where I came from. But when I saw that those Indians were armed only with bows and arrows, I had to protect them. Protect them? We thought it was us you was protecting. It was both the Indians and you I had in mind. But I don't savvy, mister. Then perhaps you'll understand this. You men were greatly outnumbered. We sure was, mister. But even if you had opened fire on the Zunis, who know nothing of bullets and powder, their bows and arrows would have been almost useless. Seems like you proved that masked man with only two six-guns. Yes, but you men would have aimed to kill. I only sunk their canoes. And if you had killed, that tribe would be your everlasting enemy. I see your point, mister. But you can't tell us them redskins ain't our enemy right now. Just a minute. Not a one of you is going to cross that river. And why ain't we? You ain't our boss, masked man. But Dana's our leader. Yeah. It was him brung us here first, and I say, help Dana. Listen to me, all of you. If you want to get Dana back alive, do just as I say. Are you in league with them redskins? No, but I've learned a few things about them. I have a plan that'll save Dana, and at the same time, well, the lasting peace between you whites and those Zunis. How do you know your plan will work? I don't, but I've good reason to believe it will. And you men are going to do as I say. What makes you think that? Because what you want more than anything else is Dana Sturgis alive. We do. We do, Mr. Nesmina. I'll do anything to get Dana back. Now, listen. And I'll tell you why the Indians attacked you today. You you know that? The reason they come after us? Yes. Someone, perhaps white men, perhaps red, have stolen an idol from the Zunis. What? You mean one of the gods they worship? Exactly. But how do you know that? Tonto know that. Tonto tell friend. Indian, you mean you've been over there in the Zuni village? Ah. Tonto know that Ronda, guardian god of Zuni, gone. Well, sure. Eric, Tom, look at his horse. He's dipping wet. Some swim in the river, don't you see? Well, happy doggone. And that's why we must try my plan to safeguard the life of Dana Sturgis. Don't attack the Indians if you would save him. You think the Indians are holding him as a hostage? I do. Now, Tonto and I are leaving you for the present. We've got work to do. In the meantime, keep guards posted along the riverbank, just in case the Zunis come here again looking for their idols. But, Mr. we ain't got their idols. I know that, but the Indians don't. And when we find out where it is, I'm coming back for some of you. Because you people are going to take rum dust back to the Zuni. Get him out of the scow. They're going. Look at that white horse travel. The curtain falls on the first act of our thrilling Lone Ranger drama. Before the next exciting scenes, please permit us to pause for just a few moments.
shall continue our story. The masked rider and his Indian companion scoured the country across the river, even to the very borders of the Zuni village of Oariko. But no clue to the theft of the idol could be found. Then on the fourth day, the Lone Ranger and Tonto returned to the western bank of the Rojos, where we find them picking a slow trail northward along the river's edge. Now, though, the Zunis are superstitious, but I'm convinced we're matching our wits against a tribe more clever and superstitious. I think you're right about them wanting the Zuni idol for their own guardian spirit. Hmm. You look. There. Christ, Tonto. The clue we've been looking for. Oh, oh, Mosca. Tonto, look over here. Ah, heavy hoof prints. Too heavy for light Indian ponies. What do you make of them? Maybe them carry heavy loads. The idol, yes. Still, how can horses carry it? Its weight might not be too much, but its size would make it almost impossible to handle with horses. I wonder... Wait. Look at these marks here. Ah, them long marks go way off there. Cut ground. Two parallel lines about three feet apart. Leading out of the reeds along the river bank and heading inland. Come on, Tonto. Into these reeds. Uh, Tonto, think this end our trail. It's here, Kimosabe. Hidden these reeds. All right. Me, me see. This is what brought the idol up the river. Here it was unloaded onto what was probably a crude sled. Perhaps two poles for the runners. Then horses dragged the sled away. That white hook print plenty deep. Same way Mark goes. Yes. The horses dug their feet in because of the weight they were pulling. But... Come on, Tyler. You ready now for plan? Yes, the idol will keep. Wherever it is, it's too bulky to hide. When I get back, this well-marked trail will lead us to it. Here's a little scout. Steady there. Uh, you, you want Tonto go now? Yes, Kimosabe. Back across the river. Finding the clue on this side, the pioneer side, changes our plan but little. You can still carry out your part. Tonto know what to... Sorry, Kimosabe. Be ready by daybreak tomorrow. along the riverbank raced the Lone Ranger, while Tonto and Scout recrossed the Rojos to the Zuni side. Several days had passed since the masked man had left the pioneers, and even as he sped toward their settlement, they became increasingly restless. To Mabel Sturgis, wife of their captive leader, the few days had seemed an eternity. Just look at poor Mabel. She ain't no nerve black. Ada and Mabel, listen. Tom and Bob and me and all of us told the masked man we wouldn't go attacking them engines ourselves. You didn't. You didn't, Eric. You just said... Just said as much as the same, Mrs. Sturgis. The masked man told us Dana'd be safe as long as we kept ourselves. That's why we're waiting for word from him. Sure. And when he comes back, we're going after that there idol of the Redskins in order to save Dana and make peace at the same time. The old idol be blasted. What good's that to Mabel Sturgis when she don't know what's happened to Dana? She's fed up on waiting. Waiting for a masked rider who may or may not be our friend. Why, it's been ten days now, and he ain't showed up yet. Fellas, part of what Ada says is right. There's no arguing a masked man's been gone a long time. Too long, maybe. You reason, Bob? No, I ain't. But listen, it's about five hours till dark. Suppose, more for Mabel Sturgis than anything else, we wait till sundown. Then if the masked man don't come, take our boats and go look for Dana. But you will? You will do that? If Tom and Eric and the rest are willing. Oh, bless you, Bob. Bless you. Listen, fellas, the boats we got could take us all across the river in about three trips. Then we'd have a chance. Yeah. Bullets and powder against bows and arrows. The masked man himself said the engines wouldn't have a chance. How about you, Tom? Well, I don't know. Tom Crawford, if you ain't man enough... Wait, to get up... look. 
Coming right toward us. A masked man. Bringing the word we've been waiting for. If it only means I'll get dinner, then. Masked man, what'd you find out? Where's your engine part? Are you ready for us to help you fetch back that blamed idol? Yes, I am ready for you. I want four of your best men. Mister, you can have all of us. If it'll bring back Dana's surgeon. I can use only four, but hurry and pick them. Tom, you and Bob and me are as good as any of us. Sure, and I'll go after Sam from the floor. Choose your best horses. Get guns and ammunition with a long trip ahead of us. And danger when we get there. But success is ours if you all have the courage to follow my plan. There's the raft I told you about. Mister, this horse of mine couldn't stir another foot. You know, rest your horses here. But I'm going inland now to follow that trail leading west. You mean them two scratch marks down the ground? Yes. Those marks will lead me to the stolen idol. Well, wait a minute, masked man. How do you know that? Never mind how I know. But I expect to find an Indian village not far from the river. More engines? Yes. The thieves who took the idol. Over there in those reeds, you'll find the raft. Huh? It was used to get rum there, away from the Zuni tribe. And it's going to be used to take that same precious idol back home. And you ain't even been trying to rescue Dana all this time? I've told you, men, that Dana is safe. Saving him before we return their guardian Rumda will only send them on the warpath again. They'll keep Dana alive until they're convinced their idol won't be returned. But suppose they've already... I've no more time for talk. It'll soon be dark and I've got to follow this sled trail to its end. Come on, Silver. Quick. Well, a rat and a sled. Cool, sad. Never one. mind, fellas. The masked man's trailing down an engine idol. And we're taking his orders. I deep-rutted, double-line trail led the masked rider to an Indian village some two miles from the riverbank. Once he was sure of the landmarks surrounding it, he swung Silver about, ready to carry out the rest of his plan. Darkness had fallen when he rejoined the four men near the river. Men, clear your horses and hurry. I did. Now ride with me. Let's go. Go on, Silver. Back over the same way. under a cloudy sky, the pioneers rode, following the masked man, until, at length, not far ahead, they saw the fires of the Indian village. But here, the command from their leader, they reined in their mounts. Follow me. Masked man, you heading for that little patch of light that's come from that dobe hut there? Yes, the temple. Randall's sure to be inside. But there'll be a priest, too, a medicine man. And how are we going to pull this stunt without waking up all the engines? The medicine man will make a fuss. We'll handle him. But the idol's our big problem. We can't drag it away. That would make too much noise. It'll have to be carried by hand the full distance back to the raft. Gosh, near two miles. We'll make it somehow, masked man. You lead us. We've got to make it back to the river. <laughs> our horses are no good to us without the sled these Indians used to bring it here. They can follow like masked fella after we get that blue and idol back to them. Yes. Now don't talk anymore. We're getting close to the temple and... The medicine man's chanting half aloud. He's inside, facing Ronda. Careful now, but keep on coming. Against the background of an Indian ritual fire, the medicine man knelt, his back to the approaching whites. Beyond the fire squatted the huge head of Ronda, a crude wooden idol but mighty to the superstitious Indian. Then at the very door of the temple... The moon slid from behind a dense cloud. 
One of the white men, Bob Foster, stumbled over a loose stone and brought the worshipping Indian priest to his feet. Bob sprang forward. Now fix the varmint. That's one pain the devil won't bother us. Now, quick, all of you, get a hold of the idol at its base. to go through the doorway. Now hurry before the village wakes. man and his companions retraced their steps even more quickly than they had come. Hours dragged by as five weary men trudged on. The moon paled. The stars flickered and went out. The sun began to rise golden in the east. At last they reached the Rojos. Stumbling feet plowed through mud and reeds. A final desperate effort in the Indian idol Runda was placed upon the raft. Mr. Masked Man... In my whole life, I never worked so hard or got so scared all in the same night. I'm so doggone tired of shaking. Listen. The engines from the village. Then we're done for. Come on, climb aboard the raft. Out in the river, we can make a fight for a spell. No, we'd be worse off there than here. The sun's up. We'd be in plain sight. Duck low in these reeds. Mask man, they're getting close. Too close. But they've only got bows and arrows like the Zunis. Fire to stop them. Over their heads. That's done it. Look, they're pulling right up. Keep firing. We've got to make sure. Hey, who's that zone you? Look. What? Right behind you, out on the river. Here comes them walking us again. Conjuration, my friend. Now there's two tribes that get after us. No, no, oh. don't you see? Dane is with them in that lead canoe. What? He's going to land in a minute now. And there's Paddle coming across from the other side on the scout. The attacking Indians are scattering, and our friends are here. Yes, my golly, the masked man's right. Fellas, just look at them red devils ride. The other way. <laughs> Turning tail like scared rabbits. And over here landing on the bank right now, it's Dana. Hi, Dana. Dana, Dana Sturgis, come in. Come on, Dana. Right glad to see you. Right glad to see you. Over here, Tonto. Oh, oh, me. Me bring help. Oh, oh, I knew you would make it, Kimasabi. We had those other Indians stopped, but the sight of Yampo and his war canoes turned them to flight. Say, them canoes full of Indians settle matters all right, but who in blazes is Yampo? Uh, me, Yampo. Huh? That, yes, that right. Yampo, big chief of Zuni Indian tribe. Nila, Rokat, Lure, Titoho, Rumda. What's that? What kind of lingo is that? Yampo say, pale face, save great god of red man. Now, red man, brother to pale face for all times. Say, peace lasts all time. Well, that's fine as far as these here Zunis are concerned, but what about the other tribe of redskins? Bruh, mana, mana, Zuni, Sula, Ranga. Uh-huh. <laughs> Don't you fellas worry none about no other Indians now. Why, shucks, old Yampo here is a blood brother of a whole bunch of us from now on. Me, Yampo. See? And now I ain't never met up with a masked man yet, but I ain't to this minute, so I can thank him. You're too late, Dana. There he goes now. Well, of all the strange acting fellas, that there masked man. <laughs> Come on, Silver, old boy! There's another 
Just Heard is a copyrighted feature of the Lone Ranger Incorporated. This has been a presentation of otrwesterns.com, and we hope you enjoyed. Please take some time to like and rate our shows in your favorite podcast application. Follow us on Facebook by going to otrwesterns.com slash Facebook. Subscribe to our YouTube channel by going to otrwesterns.com slash YouTube. And send us an email, podcast at otrwesterns.com. You can call and leave us a voicemail, 707-986-8739. This episode is copyright under the attribution non-commercial share like copyright. For more information, go to otrwesterns.com slash copyright. Have a great day and thanks for listening.